the IX Center is permanently closing. The Big Ten will have a football season, or try to, and yet another agency is looking into First Energy's business practices. It's the wake up from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Thursday, September 17th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. The Auto Show, the Boat Show, the IX Indoor Amusement Park. Where do they all go now? Following Wednesday's shocker of an announcement that the Cleveland International Exposition Center is closing permanently. It's another casualty of the coronavirus, which has ended the large gatherings that the IX Center has hosted for 35 years. The 2.2 million square foot event center is owned by the city of Cleveland and leased to the IX Center Corporation, which welcomed as many as 2 million visitors a year for events. The big questions are unanswered, though, including what happens to the big events and what does Cleveland do now with the giant facility next to Cleveland Hopkins International Airport? Buckeye fans rejoiced Wednesday with the news that the Big Ten will play football this fall after all, and Ohio State may still have a chance to compete for a national championship. The eight-game season starts October 23rd, and schools must follow precise rules to be allowed to play games, including testing daily for the coronavirus. What about tailgating? What about the fans? Most colleges have prohibited tailgating for the 2020 season. We're still waiting to hear what the plans are at the Horseshoe. Tuesday, it was the Securities and Exchange Commission that was the latest agency to investigate First Energy following revelations about the $60 million bribery scheme to bail out nuclear power plants. Wednesday, it was the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio that opened a review of First Energy's lobbying on House Bill 6, the nuclear bailout at the center of the federal racketeering case. A filing from PUCO staff directs First Energy and its Ohio affiliates to demonstrate that the costs of any political or charitable spending in support of the bill or on a subsequent effort to thwart a campaign to repeal it were not included directly or indirectly in any rates or charges paid by the ratepayers in this state. That spending they're talking about is the $60 million that prosecutors say is at the heart of the bribes. The Cuyahoga County Board of Health, which has refused for weeks to identify schools and school districts with coronavirus cases, has gone public with guidance on school districts reopening their buildings based on the state's coronavirus alert system. The plan suggests a return to hybrid learning, partly in school, partly at home, when the county remains in orange alert status for four weeks and test positivity is less than 5%. If the county improves and shifts into yellow status for four weeks and has a positivity rate of less than 3%, then most students could return to the buildings full-time, according to the guidance. The coronavirus is hitting Cuyahoga County's arts and cultural sector hard and could put some organizations out of business. Cuyahoga Arts and Culture data show that from March to June, the 65 recipients of taxpayer-subsidized CAC support had to lay off furlough or reduce hours for more than 2,500 full and part-time employees and contractors. 
The number equates to 30% of the 8,250 workers employed by the 65 organizations in 2019. Income lost by those workers as a result totaled $8.1 million. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. We'll be back to wrap up a busy week of news Friday.